Welcome back to Radio X Off The Record, a podcast produced by NSU's Radio X. I'm James, otherwise known as DJ Glitch. Glitch Show System on 88.5 FM, coming to you from Nova Southeast University. With midterms upon us, the office at Radio X is incredibly busy. So, here's a short episode with the top 10 artists and an amazing interview with Chloe Wilder. To start things off, here are the top 10 artists by DJ Frank. Hey guys, this is DJ Frank coming at you with the top 10 artists of the week from our Discover Weekly playlist. At number 10 we have hip-hop artist Lava LaRue with her debut EP Butterfly. At number 9 we have some alternative music by Finn Askew with their brand new EP called Peach. At number 8 we have an indie artist by the name of Hand Habits bringing you their new album Dirt. At number 7 we have The Smith & Burroughs, a country and classic rock artist with their first album Only Smith & Burroughs is Good Enough. At number 6 we have a punk rock band by the name of D-Cracks with their new single We Can't Help It. At number 5 we have a country artist by the name of The Walkabout with their brand new single called Hero. At number 4 we have Thunder Jackson, a lo-fi pop artist with another single called Love Sick Doctor. At number 3 we have pop artist Mobley with his new EP Young and Dying in the Occident. At number 2 we have indie folk from Jose Gonzalez with his new single El Invento. And taking the number one spot this week, we have the indie rock artist Sports with a new EP called Get a Good Look Part 1. These have been the top 10 artists of the week from our Discover Weekly playlist. Remember to tune in next week to hear some more great artists. Thanks, DJ Frank. Next up, we have the exclusive interview with Chloe Wilder. It is DJ Stargirl, and today I'm joined by the lovely Chloe Wilder. Hi, Chloe. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. So awesome to have you. So lovely. Upon some investigation, I was actually reading that you're only 14 years old. Mm-hmm. That is True. insane. I think you're the coolest 14-year-old that I've ever met, honestly. Wow, thank you. <laughs> I wish I was that talented at 14. And yep. you just recently released your debut EP, correct? Mm-hmm. Teenage All of Us? Yes. Awesome. And we were really enjoying your song, I Want to Be Alone With You at the station. Super catchy tune. Thank you. Um, do you mind telling me a bit more about that tune, um, the inspiration behind it, or something that you found super interesting upon recording it? 
Sure, so I Want to Be Alone With You is kind of my take on teenage romance, which is something I like haven't really experienced myself, but any little bit of experience I have with it, I kind of took that and like romanticized it a lot. So that's why it's so bright and in your face because that's kind of like the opposite of how I would be. So I was kind of like saying everything that I would have been thinking, but like never had the confidence to say to that person. So that's why I think it comes across so like poppy and sarcastic because that's really what it was. Like I took it to such a point that was so out there that it like couldn't have been real. So that's really where that one came from is just me taking like awkward experiences that I personally have had and making them sound like a lot cooler than they really were. <laughs> That's awesome. The song definitely comes across super fun and, you know, it gives you like the confidence to kind of like talk to someone. When I was listening to it, I was like, this is, this gives me the confidence that I need. <laughs> so I love that. And I also really enjoy the aesthetic in the video and your overall aesthetic is really pleasing. Is there no. some inspiration behind it? Anything that influences you as an artist to achieve this sort of aesthetic? Honestly, not really, especially when it comes to music videos. It's kind of just, it all starts with Pinterest boards for me. Like this video, I Wanna Be Alone With You was shot at the Pink Motel and I found a pink motel on Pinterest and I sent it to my manager and I was like, I wanna film at a pink motel. So that's kind of like, it's just things that I find for each visual. And I think that I'm just lucky that they blended together so well because when I am compiling them, I'm not thinking like, oh, this will go so well with the last visual. Like I was afraid they were gonna be choppy. But when you watch the three videos for the EP together, it's like, oh, these, these do go together. So I think that it just happened naturally and I'm really proud of the whole aesthetic that I've created, but it didn't used to be like this. So I think that that's why it just happened with the EP and me becoming like a more established artist. Um, I think I just kind of figured it out and the more people I've talked to and the more people I've had around, I think it just happened to itself because before it wasn't a set aesthetic. It was just kind of whatever I wanted to do at the time. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I'm an artist. I need to figure this out. <laughs> Right, that's interesting that you mentioned that. So it wasn't like this at first, and over time, you've discovered what you want to be, like what artist you want to be. Like, I am Chloe Wilder, and this is who I am, and what I look like, and who I want to be. Exactly, yeah. Was there like a set moment or anything that triggered this to, to you figuring it out, or just kind of came to you? I think it was just when I started the EP. Like, that, that was kind of the first moment where I was like, wow, I'm making music I really, really love, and that I want everybody to hear. And I think then I was like, well, I have to, get something to match the music properly. And I was just so excited about the songs that I, you know, wanted to create an image to go around that. And that's why it just, it just kind of happened. I didn't have like a cool moment of realization, like, oh, this is exactly what I want to look like. But I feel like when I became more confident in my music, I became more confident in myself. And then it just all kind of went together and blended really nicely. Um, so yeah, I guess it did just kind of happen. But I think it came along with just like confidence and comfort and security and just feeling better about myself as a musician and then I became an artist. I love that because the confidence really shows through in your aesthetic and I love that it's so it's very you and I really appreciate that in your music so what does your creative process look like? For the music itself it's like I I mean I work with producers and then I don't really do a lot alone unless I'm just writing um so it normally starts with just a track and then I mumble lyrics and melodies over that track until I find something I like. And normally the concept like comes out of that unless I had one before. And then I take that and I pick apart the lyrics. And this whole time that I'm writing, I'm thinking about a visual. Um, that's kind of how they've all come about. Like I just think of colors and visuals that I want to 
create once this song is done. Um, so that's kind of where that comes from. And then for music videos, I literally just like walk around my room and blast the song and just pace and pace and pace. And then I'm like, okay, this is it. And I, you know, make faces in my mirror and I practice all these things. I'm like, okay, this is the, this is the energy. And then I make Pinterest boards. And so I'm really thinking about it from like the first line that I write for the song. And I think like the best example of that is my song, Call Me If You Need Me, which was the second single off of the EP. That whole video is purple. And while we were writing the song, we had originally titled it Purple Converse because one of the writers on the song Marone was wearing purple Converse. And we were like, okay, let's just keep this the name for now before we like figure something real out. And so from that moment, I was like, okay, the video has to be purple. So I kind of think of those like major details pretty early on. And that's why I think it's become like easier and easier for me. Right. Okay. And is there a favorite music video that you've filmed? Because you've mentioned that you have several ones and you kind of come up with this whole creative process for them. So is there one that you really feel like, like this is the one that I love? Like this is my baby. It's, it's uh -huh. precious to me. I kind of feel very protective over all of them, but these most recent three, because I have quite a few out, but the three that go with the EP, I like kind of consider the proper introduction to my music videos. But I think the one that I love the most right now is I Want to Be Alone With You because, I don't know, it was so fun to film with people too. It had been a long time since I'd done that. Um, but every time I shoot a new one, I'm like, this one's my favorite. So right now it's I Want to Be Alone With You because I think I achieved exactly what I wanted. And I knew that song was so in your face that I was like, okay, well the video has to match how this song feels or else it's gonna look awkward because it is such a specific type of song that I was kind of like unfamiliar with. Like I had never written a song like that before. So I was just so set in my way that this had to be exactly like the song. And I feel like we did that. So I think that's why I'm the most proud of that one right now because it just went along with it so well and that was so important to me. Yeah, you most definitely did get that message across. And speaking of message, is there a message that you hope to send to your fans? Because I'm assuming your fan base is also pretty young. I'm assuming someone in the teenager range. So those people that listen to your music, is there a message that you hope to send to them? You know, I kind of just want them to take whatever they need from it. And that's why I hope that it relates to a wide audience. And I feel like making it so primarily teenage would help with that. But no, I feel like my favorite type of music I listen to personally is the ones that I can just interpret myself. And so that's kind of like why I put it out there the way I did. And I just want them to take whatever they need to. I want it to feel like we're talking to each other. I just want them to have whatever from it. So no, I don't think it's a specific message. I just think it's like, here I am let's talk about how awkward these years are and how they're so not the golden years, <laughs> which is something that I've been told a lot because, you know, I'm kind of sacrificing my teenage years for my work and I don't regret that anymore because the few awkward teenage experiences that I've had that are really what this EP is about, I didn't love that much. So I think it's literally, I just want it to be like a cool older sister type of project where we can just relate to each other on this another level that I feel like I hadn't really put out into the world yet. But yeah, I just want them to take whatever they want from it and whatever feels right and whatever's their favorite, whatever. I just just want them to have it. <laughs> and is there a favorite that you've made so far? Any song that you feel is the top one that you like so far? You know, it changes a lot. Um, so that's why I used to have answers for these, but they were always different. And now I'm kind of learning to just love the project as a whole. And I'm so proud of all seven songs that I kind of stopped thinking about it. I was kind of like, okay, this is my music. I don't really, I don't really have a favorite right now because I think it, that's another thing. Like, I feel like they all go together so well that I couldn't really pick one. But my favorite, my favorite one to listen to is I Want to Be Alone With You. But 
I think maybe the ones that I'm like the most impressed with myself with lyrically is called In the Next Life, and that one's on the EP, because it's very like, it, it talks about death, and that's something I had never really talked about before, and I was pretty proud of how I delivered that without it sounding so heavy. Um, so yeah, but it, it really does change a lot, and I just like the thing, the whole EP as a whole, so I'm just kind of like, here it is. <laughs> Has there been any issues with the pandemic and the way that it has affected you as an artist? Because some artists have expressed that the pandemic has helped them talk about social issues or kind of just sit at home and have more of a creative flow and a creative mind. So do you feel like it has helped you? And what are some pros and cons that you feel the pandemic has brought to you as an artist? Uh, I do think it has helped me, but I really don't know anything else besides this because I don't think I was like a real artist before the pandemic started. I mean, I had, I started my EP in March, so I basically started it during the pandemic. And before that, I was just kind of like putting out random singles. I wasn't doing any live shows. Like I don't see myself in that role pre-pandemic. So that's why I feel like I just don't know anything else. And that's why I'm like perfectly content with the way I'm doing it right now. But I think I was like forced to figure myself out artistically. I became a much better songwriter during the pandemic. And it was just because I had so much time on my hands and I was, you know, I was finally virtual schooled. I was going to regular middle school before this. So I, I finally had all that time and I had no excuses to not write and to not get on like that deeper level with myself. So I think that that was like a major pro that I like wouldn't trade at all. But cons of it, I mean, I felt very uninspired at times. You know, not people are really one of my big inspirations for writing and I didn't see people. So I feel like that was definitely hard and it kind of stifled my creativity a little bit, but then I got better at, you know, pulling my own experiences. And that's why the EP is the way it is, I think, because uh, it's all about me basically. So I think that it kind of goes hand in hand, but I got more positives from this as an artist, as a person and mentally, probably more negatives, but you know, for the project itself, it, it did good things which is relatable because these have been difficult times and but I have heard that it does bring some pretty good songs out of it. Mm -hmm. So as a songwriter, how do you describe the balance between school and your music? You mentioned being a freshman in high school, and I was wondering if that was difficult for you to balance being a songwriter, you know, musician, singing, recording, and also balancing school. And how has that affected the way that friends treat you at school? It is absolutely not balanced anymore. I feel like I was doing a pretty good job with it at first, but then I kind of just let the music consume me and I'm like very open. I'm not good at balancing the two at all. Like, I feel like my social life has totally like diminished. Like I don't, uh, but that's kind of how it would be either way right now with like the state of our world. But yeah, I definitely noticed when I was going to real school and I was doing this, people absolutely treated me differently. Like even just everybody, everybody that was around me. And it wasn't necessarily like mean, but you could tell that I was not like in the circle anymore, um, which was fine because I didn't really care about that. Like I was just so proud of what I was doing. And that's kind of where I am now. Like the, it's kind of awkward because I go to LA and when I'm in LA, I'm recording because that's what my whole team is. I'm recording and I'm filming music videos and school falls on the back burner. And that's like, I take a couple weeks off at a time and then I come back and because I took those couple weeks off, I'm behind and my whole life is school. And I think that's why it's so awkward because it's just such a dramatic change every time because I can't really keep up school when I'm working. So I think it's just like, it's never gonna be balanced because my I'm like basically living two lives. <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely don't do a good job. I think I'm getting better, um, but it's a process and I just have to figure out what I like. And you know, I've done, I've tried so many things and you know, I've tried like doing 
tons of schoolwork in like the span of three days and like all nighters and I've tried all of it and that's really bad for you. So now I'm just figuring out how to be comfortable with, you know, sometimes things taking a back seat and like sometimes, you know, pushing them forward because they're important and school is so important and that's why I need to get better at it. But yeah, they definitely don't balance well, but it's like a personal thing and I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. And I think I just need to try all these different routines and see what fits the best because I'm not there yet, but yeah. And even, I think everybody's a little uncomfortable with the way school is right now. So. <laughs> the life of an artist sounds pretty hectic, especially <laughs> with, with high school, but you've uh -huh. been doing a really good job at it so far. So. Thank you. Speaking of artists, if you weren't an artist, what would you think you'd be doing? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that before. Um, I would probably, I feel like I'd still be in the industry in some form. I would probably be like a ghostwriter or something. I mean, I'm a big mental health advocate, maybe, in, uh, maybe I'd be like a therapist. I don't know, something like that. Something helping people. But yeah, I feel like ghostwriting would be good for me. But, and I would like to do that at some point anyway. Like on the side, I would love to write for other artists just to see. But yeah, I think I'd just be doing something in either of those fields. Or I mean, like, I love kids and I would say like, oh, a teacher, but I really don't think I'd excel there. <laughs> but yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's wonderful, Chloe. Thank you so much for being here today. Is there anything they would like to tell your fans that they can expect from you in 2021? Oh yeah, well, I'm definitely gonna like ride this EP wave for a while because I'm just so excited about it. But I'm already working on my next projects. Like I'm there's a lot <laughs> i'm around for sure i'm gonna keep up my virtual shows uh, my live streams like i am around you can find me at Holy wilder everywhere yeah thank you so much for having me too this is great bye Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find more as well as our previous seasons on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Cast at NSU Radio X. And while you're at it, why not follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at NSU Radio X for our weekly updates. Next week's episode promises to be another good one involving an interview with the Darcy's and another interview with a mystery guest. Before I go, don't forget about our TikTok. Uploads will be coming soon. So, you can follow it at the same handle at NSU Radio X for updates and more. And with that, see you guys next week.